Hey everybody, this is Joan. Uh, this is the Cross Conference cast. I have to start this out with an apology. We recorded this episode at the end of December. Of course, it's now the beginning of February. Uh, the trouble was, I moved to Austin, Texas, which was a great move and I'm really enjoying it. But I got a little bit lazy with the recording and the producing and the releasing. Uh, so I'm now just releasing this episode. Um, so a lot of the stuff we're going to talk about is a little bit outdated, but still kind of relevant. I think it's a little bit interesting. Um, we're kind of experimenting with a new style, uh, kind of focusing on one topic per episode rather than going all over the map. So, um, tell us how you like it. You can contact us at crossconference at gmail.com, you know, write us on crossconference.com. We also have a Tumblr, crossconference.tumblr.com. Uh, you can subscribe and rate in iTunes. That would help us out a lot. Um, we're just glad to be back. So uh, enjoy this episode um, and enjoy the next one, which will be coming out shortly. Hello, I'm Joan. And I'm Ruth. And here we have the cross-conference cast. Once again, um, it's only been half a year since our last episode. Um there's no one to blame but ourselves. <laughs> How are you doing, Ruth? Well, you know, can't say much about the past six months. <laughs> what, what have you been doing with your life? You've been busy. I have. Um, I mean, the U-20s played and the U-17s played and college happened. So <laughs> many things happened. Uh I think there was the whole Olympics, there was the entire college season, yes, you're right, and uh, the announcement, we went through rumors of a league to having a, 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 a league that we're pretty sure is real. All pretty the teams sure. have names. They do, they have names. We could have made names for a fake league, though. <laughs> it would have been just as believable. Um, and I, our logos might have been better. Uh, our last episode, um, that we recorded, we recorded together in a crepe shop and I listened to the, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the, 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 audio from that and it wasn't fantastic is what I'll say. It was that. in another language. <laughs> a lot of it, a lot of it, a lot of it was in Ethiopian. Nice. Um, and a lot of it was in English that you could just barely hear. Um, but uh, maybe that that will be an Easter egg. Maybe if we get some like subscription uh, rolling in, we'll we'll have that as an extra. So you'll have to pay <laughs> to listen to that. <laughs> but um, I also had some stuff from Portland, the Portland Notre Dame game, which was fantastic. Um, and I'll get that in somewhere. But that's just the housekeeping stuff. And we're going to uh, experiment with a few things, including format. So rather than doing, uh, for, the, for the end of the year at least, so rather than doing one episode where we slog through every single subject <laughs> in women's <laughs> soccer, which would be excruciating, we're just going to keep it tight. We're going to keep it tight, keep it close. And uh, we're going to talk about uh, just kind of one thing at a time. And, and, and in case, uh, yeah, just, just, it's, we're we're trying new things. New things are good, right? We like new things. Oh yeah. New things are awesome. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone (laughs) believes it. Um, Right. I mean, Christmas is coming up and you get new things on Christmas and everyone's excited for that. So mm -hmm. let's give the podcast listeners some new things sometime before the new year. Yes. Um, (laughs) Okay. So we're going to talk about this league. And we might as well just get started this league. Um, announced, what was it? Was it on Saturday? Friday? The name of it? The official name? They, they leaked, like, the teams before there was a name. Right? Uh, right. Of the league, there, there, were, there were a bunch of teams. And it, and it was all, like, 100% official, except there was no name of the league. Which uh, seems pretty crazy. Since uh, people are leaving Germany to come and play for the league that had no name. Uh, <laughs> Actually, that would probably be a, a pretty good name. The League with No Name. The League with No Name. 
Um, I was going to make a horse with no name joke, but I don't really remember (laughs) the rest of the lyrics. So just pretend it was funny. Um, But it is NWSL. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Which is better than some of the acronyms they were tossing around. Sure. National Women's Soccer League is what it's it's called but i think that's a bad idea to have four letters in your league name i i i i don't like it <laughs> and the logo looks weird that logo needs a sassy gay friend <laughs> so it i mm. or at the very least a hairdresser yeah there's there's so much going on in in that logo uh i mean there's the shape there's the entire person there's the ponytail there's the hand um <laughs> wait a minute i didn't notice the hand the the hand that's just out there kind of like maybe she's touching a wall or she's oh. you know blunt like maybe she's blindfolded and groping out <laughs> So she doesn't bump into anything. Mm, second base with the opponent. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> if the opponent is like seven feet tall and that's where their boobs are. Right? Uh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> um, anyway. So there's... You know what? One of these days we should have a league logo where instead of just a generic soccer player running, you've got like Lindsay Tarpley running. Like her little T Rex arms, <laughs> yeah, something very specific to a, a, a particular person, yeah. Like, cause it, yeah, cause Mia Hamm was the uh, was the WPS person, but hers was kind of a generic looking. You, I mean, it didn't have to be Mia Hamm. You you could tell that um, you, you you didn't necessarily uh, know that 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 was. Uh, Mia, kind of. I mean, and not, am, not that the current fan base would know that it was Tarpley. I mean, right. do they even know who Tarpley is? Probably not. Maybe. Probably not, though. <laughs> um, so what's the same about this league? What's different? The same is that fans know more about it than the players. Um, at all times, they know what's going on before the players do. Um including the name of the league. <laughs> Players were being interviewed about the league before they even knew the name. This was during that national team game when it was announced on Facebook, even though it was supposed to be announced during halftime of that game on Fox Soccer Channel, which no one watches. But there's a lot of different things, right? Different different new things. Um, there's no California team at the start of this. Oh, and California's kind of bitter about it. But, hey, you guys, you were the first two teams to fold, so. Right. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, no excuses. We're going to try it without you. Um, There's supervision of U.S. soccer. It's completely under, I guess, the, I don't know, the total supervision of of, uh, U.S. Soccer Federation, which... Um, how do we feel about that? How do you feel about that, Ruth? Um, well, at least this puts someone, you know, it puts responsibility on someone to follow through with their commitments. And if U.S. soccer can't, you know, follow through with, um, with all their talk of supporting the women's game and developing players, um, then, then... Yeah, why do we have women's soccer at all? So if this fails, totally blame USSF. <laughs> exactly. Except, um, well, uh, the Canadian Soccer Association and uh, Mexico's uh, soccer federation, their football federation, also have some skin in the game. They're um, paying for <laughs> how many players each? Fifteen? Um, 16, I think, for Canada, and at least 12 for Mexico. Split the difference. Um, Which, considering, like, half of Mexico is still in college, um, 
that's yeah that is a little that does well i mean that i mean it they half of mexico doesn't need to be in college (laughs) there's some that have graduated um the important ones have graduated yeah um and, and so that's really that's a really really good sign very good um that these federations are invested in this league they have this skin in the game that's that's good. I feel like Mexico is going to benefit the most from this. I can see that. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, because how much benefit is, are the U.S. and Canada, like, really, really going to get out of it? They'll, they'll get some, but probably not as much as Mexico. Yeah. Um, so that's, I mean, that's, that's nice. I, it's really nice to see. I am becoming less cynical by the day about this league. I start and I started out super duper cynical. Yeah, I think we both did. Um, but it, it's just shaping up, and seemingly very quickly because the WPS took a long time. That that a long time to bring us a lot of disappointment. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. three years of disappointment they had a lot going with their with their website and their the nings and the fantasy leagues (laughs) and and all of that so in a way i'm as much as i'm like oh why don't we know more about this stupid league that seems to be pretend you know i i think Okay, so WPS did all the quote unquote right things, but they still crashed and burned. It's no good. Yeah. Um, but let's let's go through the teams. We'll list them all first. And first, uh, well, I guess west to east because that's the way it should be. Um, <laughs> Seattle, Seattle Rain, uh, Portland Thorns FC. FC. Actually. Um- it's Seattle Rain FC because they have to differentiate oh, nice. from the dead basketball team. Oh, there's a basketball team? Seattle yeah, I Rain. only noticed it when I was on Facebook and I was like, wait a minute, that's not that's not the logo I remember. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Seattle Rain FC, Portland Thorns FC, FC Kansas City, uh, Chicago Red Stars, making a comeback, uh, Western New York Flash, DC Spirit, Sky Blue FC, and Boston Breakers just <laughs> will not go away. <laughs> um, uh, well, that's a good start. That's a good handful of, of teams there. A solid start. Of course, I mean, looking at it, I just see this huge geographical gap between the West and the, and the Midwest at least, and, and I think of how expensive that gap is to cross. But um, that's something for the teams to deal with themselves. We don't really have to concern ourselves with that. Um, Seattle Rain FC. Looking, they, they released their logo, was it yesterday? The day before? And yesterday means nothing to a podcast. Um, <laughs> on the, so, uh, in the, sometime on the 18th or the 19th, um, it's interesting uh, I, I'm torn between like liking it and wondering what's going on here. Um, because there are two different typefaces in their logo, the Seattle and the rain FC are different. So that, what are you doing there? What's going on there? Um, especially since they're owned by like a branding and marketing company, like, Mm-hmm. Come on. The crown's a little bit confusing. I don't believe I've ever seen a crown with a nose guard. Uh, it's kind of a warrior thing. Like, that's the kind of crown that you wear on top of your helmet when you go into battle. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Though I've never actually seen that. Because, <laughs> like, I would expect there to be the helmet and then the crown, you know? Right. For some reason, they skipped over the helmet. Just the crown with the nose guard. I guess maybe cutting down on the most important parts, I guess, to, to get really get to the heart of it. Um, how do you feel about them? Um, 
I I mean, I like the logo, aside from the typeface issue. Um, I mean, you look at you look at some of the other logos in this league, and hey, that's a that's a decent one. That's a good one. I like the colors. Um, I it it reminds me of St. Louis Athletica's logo a bit, um, which I also liked a lot. Um, so I'm a little little yeah, worried with that. It is very Athletica, and it's very reminiscent um, of. Uh, Especially, like, their secondary logo. Like, they have their primary logo, and then they have the secondary logo of the circle with just the crown in it. And St. Louis did that, too. And I'm oh, just yeah, like, with the little... Yeah. Um, not great but to be it, reminded of a team that crashed out mid-season. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but they did have... I think St. Louis did have, you know, a good logo going for them, a good color scheme. And... Um, Seattle has two typefaces. <laughs> <laughs> has two, yeah, two different typefaces for their their crests, and, the and it's not is... even consistent. Like the two, there there's a a line of gray font, a line of white font, and then a line of gray font, and the two gray lines aren't even the same font. Right. Like, Someone did not read the cheese monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, if you haven't, you really, really should. Everyone should. It's very. It's a good book. Um, and if you need to borrow it, just contact us because we both have copies. Yes. Um, though there are some things that I, I, I do. I, though it's funny, we're, we're in women's soccer podcast, but let's just talk about the logo. Um, <laughs> I like their Facebook page. Everyone should check it out because they have this logo and they've already sort of put this, what I think will be their jersey design there with the stripes. Yeah. I like that. Um, I'm not going to like this page because, um, duh, <laughs> but I like that they did that. That's very clever. They're thinking like, they're thinking like advertisers. Um, My goodness. How does that And it's, it's pretty sophisticated. It's pretty slick, very sophisticated, more sophisticated than I think we've seen from any other team before. Um, what does Portland's look like? They've got the, uh, seats at Jen Weld Field up there. Um, um, but, but let's talk about who we think might play for Seattle. Um, (laughs) I mean, if if you want to, do you already Um, know? Do you have insider information? No, because they haven't even released the list yet of who's going to be included in the allocation deal. Um, although I did hear that Becky Sauerbrunn, um, made previous commitments to, um, a W league or WPSL team and will be honoring those commitments. Oh my God. A national team player honoring her commitments (laughs) just, Oh, warms the heart. And I totally, yeah. Even if she's not a pro on paper, she is a pro in sentiment. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. She seems like a stand-up gal. Um, uh, but it's not Seattle, right? <laughs> right. So, uh, I I mean, that, Seattle had the, that, you know, handful of national team players this past summer, I guess. Right. Um, Hope Solo from the Seattle, Seattle area would probably want to play there. Though she's been very... Uh, I don't even know what the right word is for her attitude towards the league. It's ambivalent. Ambivalent would probably be right. Yeah, would be the nicest. Probably way just as just as cynical as myself. I mean, that's uh, which I can see having been on, you know, uh, the different Athletica. teams. Yeah, Athletica, <laughs> Magic Jack. Um, yeah, and and going through WPS, uh, getting married. See, yeah, getting married. We'll we'll discuss that maybe on a different episode. Um, how she would she would not really know, not really feel uh, the need to be 
so excited about something that, frankly, the players knew nothing about. They could be moved and bandied about from team to team with no, you know, prior warning. Why, why should she? But I think that would probably be their first pick. Um, maybe Sydney LaRue. I know. Hmm. Um, I guess it depends on who all is included from the national team in allocation. Like, true. Is it just the Olympic selection? Um, I think that beef, like the in the WPS, it was. We'll find out. Hmm. Um, if they tell us more about that ever. Um. <laughs> I know that Stephanie Cox's husband is teaching or coaching or something uh, in the Seattle area, and she played for the Seattle Sounders. Ooh. But if she plays for a Seattle team, that's going to be rough for for Portland. That's going to be rough. Real, real bad. <laughs> but I don't know. Uh, I Seattle has done some... Um, pretty uh, impressive stuff on the MLS side, I begrudgingly say. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> So uh, we'll, we'll see. I, I, I think what they're doing already is um, pretty slick. They've already got t-shirts. That's, that's pretty good. So um, we'll see. And they're better than DC's t-shirts. Oh, sweet Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, well, yeah. Um, but moving on, Portland Thorns FC, I think they were the first to release a new logo, if I'm not mistaken, um, um, of the yeah. of the three teams that released a new logo. Um, I like well, it. They released it in bits and pieces on Instagram. Yeah, little, little <laughs> pictures. It was designed by the person who does a lot of their uh, um, uh, propaganda. The, the Portland Timbers propaganda art, which is amazing. If you haven't checked out that stuff, please do. Um, it's, it's nice. It's, I, I, I like it. It's so much, it's so different from what you expect from these women's leagues team teams, women's league teams. Um, it's not, you know, the crest shape. Uh, it's, it's kind of European. A little bit, yeah. It's in in more of a like a Scandinavian sort of way. <laughs> I I like it. I like the the tie to the Rose City. I like that the Timbers can have their um, uh, the and the and the Thorns. They have the same initials. Um, and I like that this is not going to look dated. I don't. I don't think a logo that logo will look dated. I think that Athletica and the Rain, the Seattle Rain logo. Well, you will know what period of time that was designed in. Like immediately, this doesn't have, you know, a sort of classic. The same way you can you can really tell when the MLS logos were designed. You know what decade <laughs> and what, I mean, down to probably a three-year time period, those those logos were designed. Especially their league logo. Yeah. And and the new Timbers logo, that's going to be very, very dated, I think. In a, you know, in a decade, people will, will be like, oh, okay. But I think the, the Thorns logo is very, very iconic without being you know, too stuck in a certain time period. And I like that they went with thorns. Like they didn't go with like Portland roses or right. <laughs> yeah. They they went with like some bite that I like that too. You meant, that's a good point. I, 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 I didn't, hadn't thought of that, but I remember being afraid of like, Oh God, I hope it's not <laughs> roses. I hope, I hope it doesn't have anything to do with the rain. Um, they, I think they did just really, it was really sharp, really sharp job here. Yeah. Um, and they've already announced their head coach, Cindy Parlo Cohn, uh, is the Thorns coach. 
um, head coach already. They don't have a team. Uh, so, or, you know, a roster list. I think it's probably safe to say that Megan Rapinoe will be on that team. She, she bought a house there. Do you say ooh as in you have other knowledge? You don't think so? No, no. I just, I, I can't imagine her in any jersey but, but Chicago's. Like, <laughs> well, she played for Magic Jack. Um, yeah, but I never watched Magic Jack. That's true. <laughs> uh, but she's already bought a house there or an apartment there. Um, well, if we're going by that, then Abby Wambach is probably also playing for Portland. Oh, God, no. No, 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 no. Yeah, I mean, um, that's that's what I hear. <laughs> though I would be a fan of um, Cindy Parlow exacting some sort of revenge that prevents air balls from ever being played if <laughs> Abby Wambach is uh, playing for her. Um because people don't realize how technical Cindy Parlow was until she got further along in her national team career and it became route one and whip it into the air and have the big person head it. Um, she was a pretty technical player, um, kept the ball at her feet, uh, until, you know, they decided we'll just kick the ball at her head. And then she got a bunch of concussions and had to retire. Um, that's probably <laughs> it's a little colder than probably what really, really happened. But um, true, nonetheless, because I said it. Yes. Good history lesson right there. <laughs> For those of you that, that, you know, weren't around before the World Cup, Cindy Parlow did play on the national team. <laughs> she did. I love CP. There was always something wonderful about her that just, she never bothered me. Um, which is... Despite being a Tar Heel. Yeah. Yeah, she was nice. Um, but uh, she doesn't have any professional experience. She doesn't even have, like, I think, head coach experience. Um, uh, so it's it's difficult to, to be really uh, excited about... Um, I mean, away from the name, if you just took, like, the credentials of, you know, someone who's an assistant coach, and now you're going to coach in this new professional women's league, like, what's, hmm. But, uh, well, they used, like, Albertine Montoya in WPS, and he was a youth coach. And Christy Rampone coached her own team to a Abby Wambach <laughs> coached Abby a team. Wambach. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's not I think like Ashlyn Harris even coached a team for one game. Oh yeah, what was <laughs> that was that <laughs> that was uh, yeah that DC game win yeah. So yeah. Uh, it's not like the professional coaches have really done a lot for women's soccer teams in the past, so it couldn't hurt. Um, people playing for Portland, uh, it better be Christine Sinclair. It better be. <laughs> I like how you skip right over the U.S. players. Well, <laughs> I, I just, I already, I take it for granted that Megan Rapinoe is going to play there. Um. Sophie Schmidt? Yeah, I love to see Sophie. But, hmm, it depends on what the kind of team that Portland is, but. Uh, Christine Sinclair is more important. <laughs> uh, so that, I mean, that's that, that Portland will come out to see her. I mean, Portland will come out to see any team that plays, but it's very important that she be on that team. Uh, so I, we should move unless you do. Do you have any ideas about players in Portland? Portland um, Not really. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm really also hoping that Abby Wambach doesn't end up on this team because I want to like Portland mm-hmm. um, because I like their logo and I like their, I mean, I like the basis that they already have. And, you know, if it comes down to a, a West Coast team and having to pick between Seattle and Portland, I kind of want to go with Portland just because mm. Seattle, eh. 
Yeah. So we'll have hope solo. <laughs> oh god that's just what we need uh <laughs> choose between hope solo or abby wombat and yeah. it's just like let's i'm just hoping abby doesn't decide to move to the city that i'm moving to that's all <laughs> i think she's fine just distance um though i think she's moving to a different part of the city than i am considering moving to so soon. maybe she could play for fc kansas city fc kansas city they are the Colorado Rapids of the new SIL because I will forget about them. <laughs> they can win the first cup or whatever, and I will probably forget about them. I have nothing to say about them. Their logo is there's nothing to say about it. Um, Let me find it <laughs> so I can figure out if I have anything to say about it. It's... Uh, there's, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. You, you know more about Kansas City than I do. So, um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Ah, oh, that. Hmm. Yeah. Not a very inspiring logo. Um, yeah, that's, you could put any city name in there and it would... Um, and, and oh my god, that person playing soccer, that limp wrist, and oof. Yeah. I mean, you complain about the hand in the league logo. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is just like, okay. Uh-huh. I don't and the really colors. want to kick the ball. Yeah, the colors are very <laughs> generic. Like, uh, So, I mean, they have time to, they have lots of time to change that logo up. I'm sure no one will mind if they do. Um, or Kansas. like throw together a secondary logo that everyone prefers to use. Yeah. <laughs> um, people playing for Kansas City, I would, I mean, I would say Lori Klupney, but frankly, I liked her in Chicago. So no, <laughs> no, you can't have her. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, she gets to stay in Chicago. I, I don't really know that much about Kansas uh, City players. So. Um, most of the ones that come to mind for me are not national team players. Um, and some of them haven't graduated yet. Like Kansas City has a good crop of talented kids that have all gone to totally different places. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's not near anything that I would. I don't know. I feel like this is where they're going to send players that are, you know, you've got your big stars who are going to get their first pick. And this is where they're going to send players that they don't care about. (laughs) And, you know, this is, this is how you measure your worth with the national team. (laughs) You are the Atlanta beat. Except I even liked Atlanta better than this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, moving right along, uh, Chicago Red Stars. Uh, they, I think they have a lot of the uh, management and coaching team of the Eclipse, if I'm not mistaken. That's what I seem to have read. Um, you have Notre Dame down here. I've seen Notre oh, Dame. Oh, well, I was, I was talking about it in terms of players. Yeah. Like, just, just judging by um, their rosters over the past couple of years, um, it's very Notre Dame heavy. And, um, like, yeah, even if they had college kids before, like, they've got their pick of Notre Dame alumni now. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that could be... They'll be a strong team, as always. Um, sure. As long as coaching is, is good. Um, and I don't mind if they keep the current logo as long as they ditch those kits from last year. Yeah. I didn't love those. And the, hmm. Yeah. I I mean, I, I like the, I still like the name. I like the iconography for the most part. Um, but that, the logo is starting to get a little dated to me. 
they've announced their venues, Benedictine and Northwestern for uh, Benedictine for the most part, and then a couple games at Northwestern. Which would be pretty. I hope the televised games are at Northwestern. Yeah. Um, small, smaller venues, you know, two, 3,000 seats at the most, probably. Um, as much time as I spend in Chicago, and I've probably literally gone there six times this year already. <laughs> um, I don't get out of the city much. Um, and I, and so I don't know how accessible either of those campuses are, or if that even really matters. To the if they can get three thousand people to drive out to their game, which they could very well do, um, that I think they'll do fine. Well, they certainly won't be the most inaccessible of teams. <laughs> it's we'll get hard. there in a bit. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to beat some of these other teams. Um, people playing the Red Stars, I would like to see Lori Kalupny stay there. That's Yay. I would just that's what I would enjoy. Um, other than that, I thought Lindsay Tarpley and Megan Rapinoe were good for each other in terms of playing. I don't think they had the best coaching situation, but, uh, and Lindsay Tarpley, if she has, does she, has she already had her kid? She's been pregnant for like five years now. (laughs) No, that was an ACL tear before. Oh. (laughs) <laughs> Same thing. It just yeah. results in pain and misery for everybody involved. Um, Basically, two years, three years. She years. she has her kid now. I'm sure she has to. Mazel tov. Um, <laughs> Chicago, good good for you. Chicago. I mean, and they keep a lot of the the people around there. Elise Lehu, uh, mm-hmm. um, and other people. She's, she's just the one that I remember. Oh, boy. Um, it's been a while since we talked women's soccer. Uh, <laughs> let's move on to Western New York Flash. Yeah. Same logo. Uh, still looks like a hot dog vendor. Because um, they are. They're probably not going to really have the players that made that championship so special. I mean, I could see maybe Ashlyn Harris returning, but uh, Marta, no, not to that team. Christine Zaclair, no, not with two West Coast teams. Alex Morgan, no. No. I see her more in D.C. than I see her in Western New York Flash. Um, Really? I don't see her doing D.C. I see, like... More than I see her doing going to the Flash, I see her in DC. Oh yeah, um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I I think at the end we'll discuss these older teams and older logos staying around. But um, yeah, do they get to add their championship star to their logo, or does Sky Blue SC have to remove theirs? I feel like it should be a clean slate because Washington Freedom didn't bring. A champion, any kind of championship acknowledgement to WPS, and I don't think Sky Blue FC. <laughs> right? <should>. Yeah, <laughs> I agree too. I agree. Um, I yeah, there's no reason to keep around any stars for winning a WPS championship. Uh, I mean, really, Sky Blue. If that's all you have going for you, then it's kind of sad. Yeah. Well, they're the other team that I forget. So, um, moving on to the DC Spirit, all I wrote here is, ouch. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, um, I'm going to have to bleep this, but this is a clusterfuck. (laughs) What the heck is this? Are you talking about the logo or the name? The logo, everything. It is a hot mess. It's a hot mess. I'm waving my hand around like the new Soul logo. <laughs> hot mess. Um, it's I get it's that like they it's competing with Kansas City for worst logo. Yeah. 
I get that they couldn't keep freedom. I don't know that Spirit was the best thing that they could do. It sounds like a WNBA name. Uh, because you, know, you can easily turn that into Spit, into who knows. Um, really cheesy cheerleading references. Yeah. Spirit Fingers, what have you. Um, you said that, okay, so you have a note here that says they asked for fan involvement in the naming, but they put restrictions on it. What restrictions did they put on it? Um, it was something ridiculous and that's why I didn't, I didn't submit any names. Um, like had to reference national pride and, you know, and, and the history of the area and, um, and empowering women through sport and young girls in soccer. And it's like, okay, first of all, that's a crap ton of stuff. And second of all, they don't even play in DC. So like, can I look at Maryland's history? But probably not because they want to go with the DC reference for a team that will probably never play in DC. Yeah. If they even do like an appearance in the, in the actual district of Columbia. Um, I mean, I'd be surprised if they made it as far as Tacoma. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, uh, that if it was Tacoma, it'd be Tacoma. We find that offensive <laughs> <laughs> or, um, Tacoma baby Bjorns or, uh, Tacoma lights out. <laughs> yeah. Tacoma, we close at eight. Tacoma crossing zones. This is not funny to anybody except for anyone else that's been to DC. Anyone else that spent time in Tacoma Park, which is where we hang out when we're together. But they've already got their, you know, their soccer complex that's never going away. Um, they're never going to move out from there, even though they really should. Um, it's okay though, because it tells you, it tells you what community they're targeting. (laughs) Exactly. You drive by that community on the way there. Um, that gated community. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But I mean, there, I'm sure there's plenty of things in defense of that. It's, it's actually a very nice place in terms of the the actual facility it's very nice Um, right and i'll probably i'll probably drive down there for games um ali krieger has already expressed that that she wants she wants to play there um so and i think she's the first national team player to actually say where she wants to be that's good for her but at the same time she's already she she's very interesting giving these interviews about uh how she she wants to prove herself and doesn't necessarily she doesn't say she doesn't consider herself a national team player but she's saying she's not taking it for granted i don't know how much i believe that but um, i believe it more coming from her than pretty much any other mouth on the national team that's true um she uh she's already expressed she wants to play there it makes a lot of sense for her um i she has the support of Tumblr, so anybody with a Tumblr account in the D.C. area... Um, or around the world. <laughs> will, ...will probably be a D.C. Spirit supporter. Um, God love you. <laughs> That's... Uh, I'm and sorry, you still have to... won't stream their games. You will have to wear the ugliest logo in the league. Um, or second ugliest. Second ugliest. Uh, but let's move on to Sky Blue FC. Oh, they're so exciting. <laughs> um, I think they've tweeted all of once since the league was announced without a name. Wow. And that was like last yesterday, <laughs> which doesn't mean anything in podcast time, but yesterday was the 19th. So. I will forget about them, and I will also mix them up with FC Kansas City. So get ready for that, Sky Blue FC. Um, even though I've been to see a couple of your games, um, I, I, yeah, 
Mm. Nothing about them changed. The logo is the same. Maybe it worked for them. They're probably still going to play at Rutgers. It's still going to be hard to get to. Um, I wish that we would have kept the charge. Um, <laughs> or, uh, or I'm sorry, ind- the independence. Um, <laughs> the Philadelphia independence, um, might've, I might, oh, that's right. Megan Rapinoe paid for the independence too. Didn't she? Good God. Right. Until she got bought out. Yeah. By magic Jack. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I would, I would trade sky blue FC. Sorry, fan of sky blue FC <laughs> for, for independent, for the independence. Um, because then we would know for sure where Amy Rodriguez was going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I wonder what Paul Riley's going to be doing. Yeah. Um, do you have anything to say about sky blue FC? Uh, Rampone's probably going to play for them. Oh, good point. And let's see. I don't know. Take your pick of Jersey girls. Yeah, maybe. Mm. She goes back to Flash. She was a Flash player. It's funny. You've got these... these Imaginary ties that you think think (laughs) will will remain, but probably I'll change Well, Rampone, I would say for sure. Um, Because of family. And because she's always... Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so did Sky Blue FC, I, I can't, I don't even see them outside of the context of that Rutgers stadium. Like I can't imagine their players doing anything but playing at that stadium. Um, I mean, whereas I can see, I've, I've seen, you know, former Washington Freedom players outside of, you know, the, uh, soccer complex but like i can't separate sky blue fc from that totally isolated hard to get to death trap interstate uh junction place um wow that's that's interesting because i actually find the rutgers drive easier than than the dc drive um no dc drives a long stretch of well of course there's the beltway um well, and DC is like you've got to go. Um, you've got to go through through that community, past that community into the farmland <laughs> to get to the, past the, the complex, the DSW. Um, right, and at least at least it's at least DC has a complex, um, so they're kind of like their own little mini ball of whatever mm-hmm. um now i can't remember which of these teams i was defending but i do like <laughs> <laughs> i do like Rutgers, and i do like um i i do like the soccer plex um but yeah i mean i can see i can see from a local fan's perspective from the perspective of someone that doesn't have a car that how these would be difficult you know. Anyway, moving on from difficult things to Boston Breakers. <laughs> to the Boston Breakers, last but not least. Saving the best for last, really. Boston right. Breakers. Last but not least, but usually second best. <laughs> yeah, usually second or third place, Boston Breakers. Um, they're still around. Yeah. They're the last remaining team. Um, I still still got yeah they still got that logo very very MLS logo Um, they're still going to have their um, what's it with the name of the supporters there the Bridgewater Bridge Tide Riptide Riptide (laughs) Bridge Bridging Riptide not racist. At this point, do they only exist to make Hope Solo angry? Uh, no, they exist to provide a place for Leslie Osborne to play and stay on the not-quite-national team map. There's plenty of players very loyal to Boston, though. 
seem to enjoy their time there. And it's a wonderful area. Um, cold in the winter, for those of you not aware. There, is there anything to say about Boston this third time around? <laughs> um, I expect another second place, third place finish. Um, they probably won't have their Brits. I would think that um, Smith and Scott won't be back. So they're going to have to rely. Although they've got, I mean, they've got a lot of American born uh, players that are loyal to them. Mm -hmm. So I'm, but now that you mentioned like the Brits not coming over, um, we've already mentioned that Canadians and Mexicans, they're having this sort of a subsidy, if you will, um, to, to, to play in this particular league. What about people from other countries? Do you feel like the Brazilians are going to come back? Are we <laughs> somehow going to lure Germans away? Swedish people? Like, let's just people, Swedish people. <laughs> just general <laughs> Swedish people coming over to America. Players. Um, you know, who's no. going to come over mm-hmm. now? Is it? Is it going to, are we going to keep it tight? We're going to keep it tight or we're going to keep it North American? Um, because... Buying expen- uh, buying foreign players is expensive. What do you see? What do you see here? Yeah, I mean, I, I would think, given the amount of money put into branding and news efforts so far, that we would not be able to afford international players um, beyond what's what there are subsidies for. And, um, and I think that's best. Like, I think that, I think that the American kids really didn't get a a fair shake in WPS. Um, A whole lot of emphasis was put on, you know, like the major obsession was who's going to have Marta and is Marta going to fill the stands? And it's like, dude, we already know the answer to that. And no, she's not going to fill the stands. So, you know, instead of trying, instead of focusing on something that's not going to happen, like put some time and effort into the other stuff, like, ooh, developing local talent that could bring in you know at least friends and family marta doesn't have friends and family up here that'll come see her play yeah i mean yeah i maybe in boston where lots of brazilians are but yeah (laughs) (laughs) or dc but yeah you're you're absolutely right like bringing bringing in marta was like goal number one for the wps and keeping her around was important and paying her her million or millions. Um, and I think that that was the lesson that they had to learn from the WPS, you know, the WSA, they learned a different lesson about spending on several different players. Um, and, so instead and, we're going to give all of their money to one player. Yeah. So in the WPS, they, yeah, they, they, they made a different mistake and gave all the money to one player. Um, and then they brought in magic Jack and no. everything. Went there was well. a number of different mistakes, but so many, so many mistakes, but the new seal will make smaller mistakes smarter this time, really. But that's what I'm afraid of. Like of, you know, two failed leagues are like, no, 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 we're totally going to do it different this time. We're just, we're going to do everything the same way, except better. I'm like, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. But I mean, I've seen enough different things like the, the Federation involvement. Um, and I think that, you know, the, uh, the obvious frugality of the brandy. Yeah. I think the the real the realistic um, look that you know you don't need Marta. You have Alex Morgan, you have Christine Sinclair, you have um, plenty of players um, in North America who can put butts in seats, um, and that won't necessarily demand that much money. Um, Right. Especially while some of them are still on Magic Jack payroll. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't even know that I, I want to see uh, European or South American players come to the new cell um, right away, at least. Yeah. I'd um, be excited just to see, you know, to see those 12 to 16 
Canadians and Mexicans in the league. Like, holy crap, how many Mexicans were in WPS? Yeah, absolutely. Like, and, and when you look at other leagues, like the German league, um, to play Hope Solo for a bit, or the, you know, the Swedish league or whatever, you know, it's not their goal to get people who are not German or not Sweden. Like that's not their top priority to, to bring in players from other places. Uh, that's not, that's something that they want to have the best teams possible, but it's not, you know, their primary goal. So I think I see smarter things happening from New Cell. Let's not get too positive, though. Oh, I mean. no. <laughs> um, Although first I of all, their name I... is New Cell, which I'm coining, <laughs> yeah. by the way. Because you're not, I'm not going to say NWSL. No. New Sill. New Sill. New Sill. Or Nozzle. Um. <laughs> Nozzle. So, League, um, are, you, are you staying in the Pennsylvania area? You'll be driving to DC Games? Uh, um, well, that's what it looks like right now. Driving to DC and, and Rutgers. And by DC, I mean Germantown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I am moving news Ooh. to Austin for two months, but probably to Portland, to Portland, Oregon is where I will go. Um, it should be really exciting. So, um, do we have anything, do you have anything new in the league? Cause you're the, you have the inside track. <laughs> you have the inside track. What new, what, what did I miss? What am I missing here? from this league before we wrap up this mini mini episode um let's see let's see let's see insider info um it's not much i mean it's like hmm. i think that um as awesome as it is that we're all cynical and funny on twitter (laughs) like you know the the fans that we know are fans and and dedicated to women's soccer. Um, I think we can also lighten up a bit. Like, um, I, I look at, I look at the quiet coming from the league as less as incompetence and more as, you know, it's the holiday season and they've got the backing of USSF among other federations. And, they're not like they're not really they don't pay the front office that much they it, i some of the front office might not even be paid at all so if there's not like if they're not releasing the news the way you want to release like well that's not necessarily a bad thing um which is not insider information it's just kind of a little peep of mine um like i think it's great that we're getting information at all like from the teams um i'm not that concerned with getting it from the league because i don't know that there is actually anything centralized about the league like u.s soccer barely gives us decent updates on the women's national team so you can't really expect them to give us decent updates on the league um but yeah just roll with it we've got a league let's do this that is so hopeful. It's disgusting. I'm probably going to cut all that out. It's awful. It's terrible. It's really, really bad. I don't like it. Well, maybe we should do another episode. A downer episode. A downer episode about the college game. <laughs> about the national team. <laughs> they don't deserve a full episode right now. And I mean that in a in a in just a practical sense. They haven't done anything. Um, hey! Wait, oh, thought. Do you think Jessica McDonald will play in the new league? I don't know. Will she? I don't know. Oh. I was just, you know, I was lucky to figure out that she was still playing. (laughs) She was playing in Australia. So many people in Australia. What up with that? I think Pino's in Australia right now. She is, but not playing. Just training or wearing... Yeah, wearing shorts. <laughs> wearing shorts and running around. Um, mm-hmm. Which is what I would love to do, except it's freezing. 
so uh, the the league. That's the, the that's all the opinions we have right now. As more comes out next year, we will have further opinions. Should the world survive tomorrow? Um, right. With, because today is the twentieth. Um, and, uh, and right, and we can we can expect future updates to be less hopeful. Yeah. Um, okay, that's the end of the episode. Yeah, that was a good one. Good job. I <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Maybe I should save that for you know when the podcast is actually released. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that road we take, swear the devil's backbone would break. 